Annyeong, and welcome to Howley Tuku, starring Brandon Cooper and myself, P.D. Rave. This is episode 64, Rat Monster is Everywhere. Enjoy. Buenos nachos, amigos, and welcome to another fantastic episode of Hallyu Juku. I am Petey Ray, your man with no plan. Here with me, as always, is my taxi partner, my friend, Brandon Cooper, aka King Cass. How you doing, Cass? Hello. <laughs> God damn it. A sound of death, because I am death. Blah. Also, Blah. look at this shit. Matching like some fucking... Like a fucking couple. Contrast. Look, we're contrasting in multiple ways. My <laughs> yellow and black. Uh, uh, oh, God. Yeah. Uh, no, but uh, welcome to another uh, lovely edition of Haliojuku. I'm going to, uh, as I told PD before the show, I'm going to Chris Jericho this and break the walls down for you, ladies and gentlemen. Um... This is a very whirlwind episode. Uh, I just came back into town, and then it's like, all right, we gotta hurry up and get this episode done because Petey is about to head out of town uh, to go down to South by Southwest uh, to check out all the fun in their music uh, festival that is going on. If you were already in Texas and you were like, no, I already did South by Southwest. No, that was the interactive part. There are two more parts, you retards. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Hard R. Uh, and we'll talk about, uh, and that'll lead just into the what's new segment. Uh, I'll talk about that and other things about what's new with me, but, uh, as we always do, we talk about what's new. Kaz, what's new with you, uh, lately? Trains? <laughs> um, Trains? no, nothing really. Like I said, I just, I, I just came back. Curly that way. I just came back from a mini vacate. Yeah, well. No, okay. Uh, no, I just came back from a mini vacation. Uh, I headed to the south and I called that a vacation. Uh, I, I had fun. I went to see some friends. Uh, and we hung out, played video games and watched anime. Um, and yeah. the other things I should have been doing that I didn't yeah. do. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, fun activities. Uh, what, what, what music has caught your attention this week? <laughs> Um, I was unfortunate to, to be able to like kind of check out a lot of stuff being, uh, kind of stuck with mainly just my phone. But luckily for you viewing audience out there, your good boy Petey took care of me and kind of kept me up to date on uh, a lot of the things that were new and was going on. And this was one of them that, uh, came across the Haliajuku, uh, news desk. Yes. <laughs> um, was, uh, Gilly Boy. Has kind of been ramping up and putting out a lot more stuff, uh, lately. Uh, he has a, he has another song that is supposed to drop next week. Well, this week. Uh, and this one dropped a couple of days ago or something like that, uh, called Take Care of You. Now, I've said before, the most that I like of Gilly Boy is his production more than his rapping. Yeah. And this is kind of in that same vein. Hold on. I'm going to die. um this is kind of more in that same vein where i like the production of this a lot 
Uh, I really like the production of this, and I'm pretty sure Ghibli Boy had a big hand in the production of this. But the actual kind of wrapping that goes along with it, I could take or leave. Yeah, it's uh, it's yeah, it's got a good some, it has some good production. Uh, I I liked his like emotion. I liked the the way he kind of expressed it. But it, yeah, it, it it could be. It could be not everybody's style, but it's a pretty, it's still a pretty cool track and an interesting video, uh, and an interesting kind of a, yeah. a style to it, like an interestingly shot video. It's simple. <laughs> uh, I think yeah, or one, simple black and white. Yeah, not the only one we're gonna talk about, but like shot. a simple black and white video. Yeah. But yeah, I, don't know. I mean, the production is what stands out among anything. Uh, the the emotion does come through really well. I, I will give you that. The emotion does really come through. I, I, I will say he did that rather well. But other than that, like I said, I don't know. It's a, it's a kind of give or take. Uh, a lot of times with Gilly Boy for me. Uh, I'll I'll definitely I'll definitely take this. Um, but like I said, it's it, it's always up in the air with the Gilly Boy song. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely an interesting subject matter for the song <laughs> if you read the lyrics, but yeah. Uh, what, what else you got going on music wise? Uh, so I got a song called, uh, Snow of April by Hugak. 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 I'm gonna pronounce it. Yeah, I'm gonna huh. pronounce it like an I for some reason. Hugak. Uh, which this is kind of another sad, soulful song, yes. uh, with no intent. I swear to God, not at, at all, uh, me doing that, but, uh, a really soulful, sad fucking song with a video to match. Yeah. Like, uh, with a, well, a little bit of like, oh, there's a little bit of hopefulness, you know? Like a guy yeah, uh, yeah, looking yeah. out in the sunshine, you know, it's just wistful. Uh, but yeah, it's like this, this mood. <laughs> This is moody ballad. I swear, like, when I saw that guy step up on that little ladder, I was like, is this dude gonna hang himself? <laughs> just cause of the song. It's like, it's like, just cause of the sound of the song, like, it was like, what's this dude about to do? <laughs> like, so just, like, you see him take down the curtains cause he wants to get, let the sun in. It's like, oh, yeah. okay. Okay. <laughs> Can me worried for about a minute. But I don't know. I, I, uh... I, I kind of I was looking around really quick and I found this on one the K, uh, and I really really enjoyed it. Um, I don't know I I really love soulful Korean singing. Uh, yeah. I, I just love the tone of it when it's done really well. Uh, it, it's something that can really 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 hit you in the emotions. Uh, feels because we, we we've talked about before the uh the difference of sometimes doing verbal gymnastics rather than just singing. Uh, And a lot of soulful Korean singing is singing. Um, Every so often you'll run into a little bit of the verbal gymnastics, depending on who you're talking about. But man, when it it comes to ballads, fucking Koreans know how to do it. Yeah. Uh, It it is just nice and uh, wistful. Uh, It's a really cool track. Uh, and I, I dug it. He, he's, you know, Hugak has been around for a while. He's a veteran in the game. He's, uh, and he does some pretty cool stuff. Uh, but last but not least. Last but not least, a rookie group from last year? Yeah, last year, uh, called Madtown. Uh, oh god, my chair. Okay, a uh, rookie group from last year called Madtown, uh, with their new track, New World, uh, coming off of, I think this is gonna be on their new mini album. 
one. Yes. Uh, which the new the new mini album is called Welcome to Madtown. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, these are some. I don't know. These are some. I, I remember. I think talking about them. I don't really remember. Um, <laughs> I, I it, it's not full on sure in my that, head yeah. if we talked about them. Um, but this was definitely a track that, like, as soon as I, as soon as I turned it on and as soon as the kind of music kicked in, it caught my attention. Yeah. Um, yeah. and at first I thought it was going to be for the wrong reasons. I, I, <laughs> I kind of initially was going to be like, oh, I, I don't know if I'm going to feel this. Um, but I kind of, I kind of let it play out, uh, and listen to it. And I was like, you know what? For kind of a rookie group still finding their, their kind of feel in their base, it's not bad because there's a lot of rapping in it. Um, yeah. And, and it, it kind of is boasty a little bit, but it doesn't have the try hard. And that's the yeah. one thing that me and PD have talked about before and before, like time and time again is that try hard kind of wanting to be super gangster kind of thing. Uh, with with kind of boy groups and idols lately um but this is very kind of just genuine like like fun boasting and uh like trying to be sexy like and i yeah. i i kind of appreciated it for that yeah some cool dance and moves a good root choreography some fun uh tunes a fun beat uh and they and they carry it off pretty well uh, especially for a rookie group. I, I, I had mixed feelings for their debut. I believe this is the group that debuted with the song YOLO. Uh, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, it's right over here yes, on the it right. Is. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, uh, so, and, and the song was like, okay. And, and, and I kind of had mixed feelings about it, but yeah. this one, this one's good. Uh, I'm, I'm still, I'm still on a wait and see. Yeah. I, I've got to see like what follows up after this or what's on the mini album to really make a judgment, but, this is a good showing, uh, for sure. This is a good showing. Yeah. Uh, I, I, uh, I definitely agree. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's a definite good showing. It, it, it kind of is a little bit better than kind of trying to be kitschy with, like, having a song named Yolo. Um, yes. <laughs> and I think it has a little more swagger to, to this. Than what I remember YOLO doing. I'll listen to YOLO later, not now, yeah. um, no. and then compare the two. Um, but to me, this is a, a better kind of continuation, growing up the brand kind of song that I could see them gaining some fans on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, some cool stuff. Uh, so what's new yeah. with me? Uh, is packing. What is new <laughs> with you? Yes. <laughs> Packing, uh, and trying to not forget things, but I will forget something. Uh, I even, I even, uh, made a game of it on Twitter to try to get people to guess what I'm gonna forget. Uh, mainly if I could get them to guess what I'll forget, I'll, I'll, I'll make them make me remember. So that you don't forget. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, because I'm going to South by Southwest tomorrow. South by Southwest with music. Uh, we're gonna do, it's gonna be, uh, K-pop night out. We're gonna check that out. We're gonna check out Japan night, uh, you know, this week. Uh, gonna check out some stuff. Hopefully, I'm gonna get to see, uh, Epic High Live. Hopefully, you know, I, I should be able to get in there, you know, if not too many badge people get, yes, get in in front of me. It's just a matter of waiting in line. But yeah, 
hopefully get to see Epic High Live, Crayon Pop Live, uh, the Barbarettes. Uh, there's also going to be a cool Korean, uh, glam metal band that's going to be playing a couple things, including the heavy metal pool party, a bunch of cool stuff. Uh, and which I'm really excited for Crayon Pop for a reason that we're going to discuss in the headlines, uh, going forward. But yeah, look, look out for that stuff. I'll, I'll, you know, follow me on Twitter, follow Halajuku on, on, on Twitter, follow me on Instagram. I'm going to put out a bunch of stuff. Uh, but yeah, music wise this week, mm-hmm. it's mainly been about Gaiin. <laughs> now, Gaiin, if, if you remember how much I, I, I talked about and loved Gaiin's last release, which was, uh, Fuck You, <laughs> which is that fantastic release. Uh, had a pretty good album, uh, to support it as well. Uh, but that song was just fantastic. Uh, she's had multiple really cool, uh, songs that, explore things in really cool ways explore subject matters in really cool ways and like uh push a little bit of the boundaries and she's back with and and she was you know she was hyped there was a lot of like teasers hyping her her next solo release uh that kind of had me you know they they were themed around uh the story of eve it's name the album is named hawa which is another you know kind of a, a name used for eve and of the story of Adam and Eve and the, and the original sin. And apparently that was going to be a theme of the album. And I was like, if, if anybody can make this like cool, it's guy in and with this subject matter. And then lo and behold, we got, we finally got the first, uh, of two title tracks. We had paradise lost and we had Apple. The first one being paradise lost, uh, that for somehow got a 15 plus rating, but, uh, We'll talk about that when we discuss it. Uh, but Guy's Paradise Well Lost is a very, it, it just works on so many multiple levels musically, thematically. The, the video d- is really cool and like, uh, you know, the cinematography of the video is cool. The choreography is really, really awesome. The, it's sensual. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> it explores things that are really cool and like it explores you know, sensuality and all. She, she, it, like, it, it puts, it puts Gaian kind of in the role of the snake, you know, and, uh, the choreography and the mood of the video really match that well. Um, and I have to say that, that core strength though, like, there's some moments where she, where Gaian really shows off that core strength, like, holy crap, like, uh, there's some, just some grandy great moments in the routine, like, uh, it just the style was so good. It just it it just works on multiple levels. Oh, well, I don't know, what did you think, Kathy? Did, did did you get as hyped about it as um, I did? I I really enjoyed kind of the song itself initially, and then the choreography and kind of um the I'm gonna go all artsy on you. The cinematography of it, like I loved lights that the way they used light. I loved the way um like everything in this kind of flows uh from one shot to the next. And like you said, the choreography is really, really fun, really sensual, really just like, like amazing. Um, yeah. And I'm just kind of, I'm really liking what guy, what guy is kind of doing right now. Yeah. Like it, she always explores really cool, like, like subjects and thoughts and ideas. Like, uh and like the, the whole album is that, sympathizing with the idea that uh you know that 
like the, the with Eve, you know, sympathizing with Eve, you know, uh, because it, you know, and, and bringing about the uh, idea of the 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 original sin, and like the lyrics are really cool. The chorus is like it hooks you in, and like ah, uh, this this song is so like has that cool sensual vibe. And I like I said, I don't understand how it got a fifteen plus, and the reason why is because there's like a whole scene with a bunch of naked dudes. And you got like a sea of man ass, like all there, <laughs> and and somehow that got a fifteen plus, <clears throat> and then uh, and then the Apple video, which we'll discuss in a second, got a nineteen plus, <laughs> despite being kind of this different yeah. style of video. Uh, I don't know, like, uh, it's just weird. Uh, but yeah, like like for example, this moment right here, the the dance break. That core strength right there. Damn. Like, I, I, I dare you to do that. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> um, but yeah, moving on to, and then the other, uh, title track was Apple, like I mentioned, which got a 19 plus, I guess mainly for the lyrical content. And then it, it, this one is more, uh, I would say more Guyan playing the role of Eve, uh, and just kind of strolling around a kind of a paradise like, uh, plays just kind of being cute and adorable and playing with a giant ball and uh yeah and a, a lot more fun of a song a lot more upbeat than yeah, the last Apple. song and featuring jay park as well <laughs> uh rapping yeah for whatever reason uh mm-hmm. which is interesting and not the only, and and jay park was not the only interesting like guest appear up here because uh on the album is also uh doki uh, has a, has an appearance on the album as well. Uh, which I, 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 I never got around to it and I gotta go, uh, uh, check out the full, uh, album or full mini album because, uh, I never got around to it, but there's, there seems to be some really cool tracks on it. Uh, but yeah, this was a fun video and this was a fun song, wasn't it? Yeah. No, I, I, I definitely agree. I, I, I'm going to say I like uh, Paradise a little bit better, but I kind of love the fun, upbeat, playful nature of this one. Um, yeah. And I, I I guess that outfit of just her in these tight shorts is just going to kind of be the concept because mm-hmm. uh, that's what she's wearing in everything. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I ain't mad at it. Go and do your thing, girl. I am mad at you. Guy in this, you know, just... Ah, oh, it's just so fantastic. And I'm, 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 I'm so happy to have this back, uh, to have this comeback. Uh, especially, you know, remembering how much I enjoyed, uh, uh fuck you <laughs> and that track and how much that yeah. one was really cool and thoughtful. And then like, I like this scene where she's like going back and forth to, to the tree and how it ends on her biting the apple, uh, which is really nice and fits with the theme. Uh, and yeah, just, just go check it out. Check out Guyan. Uh, she always has some really cool, uh, like thoughtfulness to how she approaches, approaches her comebacks. Like, uh, and she always pushes the boundaries in really cool, uh, really, really cool ways. And I love Guyan. I love you, Guyan. Uh, but I could talk about Guyan and I could ramble on incoherently. For a very long time, uh, but it's time to move on to another track. Another cool track, another, another set of veterans. I guess a, a, a longer time veterans, but, 
uh, people uh, getting ready for their comeback. Uh, MFBTY, uh, my fans better than yours, aka motherfucking Busy Tiger Human Ray, uh, comprising of Busy, uh, Tiger JK, <laughs> and Lady T Human Ray, uh, with their track Buku Buku, uh, featuring EE, uh, Rat Monster, of all people, and Dino J. Uh, this one is just this, a straight up, uh, hip hop track. It's really cool. It has a really cool vibe. It's just the, you know, the guys, Lady T doing a rap thing, uh, you know, for the first time in a while. Yeah. Uh, on a fresh track. She's, you know, she's, she's been delving into just being a singer for a little while. Uh, but kind of delving back into, you know, being, being, being the queen <laughs> and just kind of reclaiming her throne. Uh, this was an interesting track, especially with the, with the odd collaborations, like, uh, EE, who are kind of, uh, a, a uh, eccentric kind of cool group and make for an interesting kind of, uh, contribution yeah. to the track. And like, Rap Monster of all people. And we were talking about, you know, another song by him. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah. there's a fun video I, with, with some wackiness. I, uh, I want to say this, right? Right out of the gate. We're going to see a lot of Rap Monster up until this album drops and he has yes. to start performing, right? Yeah. But th- other than that, be ready to see a lot of Rap Monster because he's going to try to be everywhere until this this album or mixtape or whatever we're calling it fucking drops. And I don't know how I feel about that just yet. <laughs> Uh, we'll have to figure out. But this is interesting. That like him getting to getting the nod by by uh the feel good music camp. Like of all people, like yeah. it it almost felt like I I, I was thinking about it on the bus. Uh, it almost felt like that scene in the Avengers when Captain America uh comes in on uh, with uh you know uh, Black Widow and Hawkeye after Hawkeye just came out of being like under. Uh, the spell under Loki's spell, and he just looks at Black Widow. Yeah, she nods, and like she just gives a quick nod, and he's like, "All right, you gotta suit suit up." And it's like, "Feel good music or Black Widow, and we're Captain America, and uh, Rat Monster <laughs> is is uh, Hawkeye, and we're just like, are you cool? All right, I guess he's cool. All right, <laughs> it almost feels like that, which is like." <laughs> Or, or that's what they want us to do is to go. At least that's what oh, they want us you, you know what? He's cool. I I don't know what I was thinking this whole time. I'm sorry. He is cool. Like, and it's just I it's just I don't know. I don't know. Like, no matter how hard you try, no matter how the the fact that you try to put him with Warren G, and now you're trying to put him with MFBTY, like, 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 stop it. Let me make my own decision on if he's cool or not. Stop telling me he's cool so that I go, all right, he's cool. Like, no. <laughs> uh, but otherwise, what, what did you think of the track? Um, I thought it was good. No, I, I I had a lot of fun with it. Even with Rat Monsters part, I thought it was pretty pretty fun. Uh, I need to look up a translation for it, of course, because uh, I don't I don't know all, all of what they said. But uh, it was just kind of a fun, like 
kind of go in track. Fucking Tiger JK kills it at the end. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I just I, I had fun with it. I thought it was I thought it was really really fun. Digging uh, uh, Tasha's dreads, just kind of rocking her 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 dreads, fairly semi dreads, yeah. more, more braids than anything. Uh, but there was fun stuff. Uh, but you know, speaking of rat monster, <laughs> uh, before I watched this video, uh, though I wanted to lead in with this one. Before I watched this video, I came across Rat Monster's uh latest uh solo release track, which was for the Awakening. Uh, and I watched this on the bus, and I was like, wait. I, I watched this, I was like, alright, I'm gonna watch this Rat Monster video. I'm like, alright, it's probably gonna be like, whatever. I'm gonna probably hate it or not care about it. And then, like, I watched it, and at the end, I was like, I don't think I hate this. <laughs> I think I kind of <laughs> like this. And I even tweeted, uh, and, you know, and mentioned to you, like, I think I kind of like this. And, uh, even on like a couple yeah. of repeating, repeated, uh, listenings, uh, I still, it, it's still a pretty good track. Uh, it might not be for everybody that isn't a Rat Monster <coughs> fan to begin with, but I will say that I, I kind of, I did feel the, the vibe of it. I did like that, uh, it had some emotion behind the I'ma go hard sense of it. Like it had some emotion behind it, some anger. Yeah. Uh, like he's, you get the sense of him trying to kind of bent more than trying to look cool, which it, it's more him trying to look cool, but at least it, at least he can, it, he gives a more natural feeling, uh, vibe of trying to vent and trying to put emotion to it. Uh, I also like the fact that he like straight up said, yeah, yeah, I'm an idol. Yeah, I'm an idol. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and claim, you know, I, I love to get that <laughs> title. Like, like, like he straight, like he addressed it and he said, you know what? Yeah, I'm an idol. Uh, which I liked. Uh, what, what did, what did you think? I, I tweeted it to you. What, what did you think when you saw um, this video? I, I definitely, I, I definitely was appreciative of what I feel like was genuine emotion put into it, to the song of saying like, Hey, I can, I can be a rapper. I can do that. But yeah, I'm also an idol. That doesn't mean I shouldn't get that same respect. Uh, well, the, the fucking, the bookie's still out on that one, uh, <laughs> buddy. Um, but I definitely, I definitely got a lot more genuine appeal from this. I, I felt more of this kind of as it, as it, presented itself and this was a lot better showing than a lot of the other things that we've gotten so far like i definitely feel like this was a better showing than the track with him and warren g even though i kind of like that one um and i this is we we talked about that world between tough cookie and and like you know Good shit, like you know, because Zico is kind of this this meter, right? Because we like Zico, but Tough Cookie exists. Yeah. Um, so there's this there's this world meter of that and everything in between. Uh, that that kind of encompasses idol rappers, right? Yeah, it's the you can go really try hard, or you can be genuinely good at what you do uh, as a rapper. Or whatever, and almost get rid of that stigma of being the idol rapper or whatever. Um, I feel like people 
people like Top have shown that they can have a lot of skill as a rapper and still be an idol, uh, which I can swear to God, all these years we've been waiting for Top to just do this thing that everyone else is doing and now everyone else is doing it. And we're just like, I just, I just have that feeling of God damn it. Um, but other than that, I think this now is on the other spectrum. This is no longer close to the word G uh, tough cookie thing. This is genuine. This is who he is. This is who Rap Monster is. This is the person that I think at the end of the day, I want to appreciate as somebody who kind of wants to step away from the idol thing for one second and show his genuine skill that got him the job that he has. Uh, And I definitely, definitely... I, I feel that, and I like that, and I like that genuineness, and it's fucking awesome, and I want yes. it to continue. Yes, uh, <coughs> we'll have to see. Hopefully, if it does continue, when when he when he releases when he drops that mixtape, that that mixtape, yo, um, and we're gonna have to see. Uh, and this is it's funny. This is coming from the two guys who were like the who are like have historically, you know, us have historically been the biggest. Uh, BTS antis, or at least not the biggest, but one of like the, the most like, uh, shitting on them, shitting on their lifestyle from the very beginning, uh, to come around to something like this, uh, uh, which is an interesting journey. Of course, they don't, BTS doesn't need us nor care what our opinion is. So take, you know, that, that is what it is, but it's really cool to, and interesting to see Rat Monster's journey. Uh, that's it. To talk, uh, that's it for what's new with us this week. We're going to transition over to our headlines. Uh, so join us over there, won't you? Howdy, folks, and welcome back to our headline segment where we talk about latest goings on. There's some interesting articles in the world of East Asian pop culture. And let's start this journey. Uh, first off, with something that I'm hyped about. Uh, I am so hyped about this. Uh, and so excited. Cause you know I love me some crayon pop. Uh, and we finally got some, uh, news on their, on their com- upcoming comeback. Uh, and here's the headlines. Crayon Pop's music video has been finished and clips show them becoming pow- becoming the Power Rangers. Um, and then of course there was also the teaser. Crayon Pop are awesome Power Rangers and their music video teaser for FM. Um, so, uh, you know, at first, uh, one, we got, uh, somebody from that was working on the comeback music video show. Uh, announced that the, you know, it put on an Instagram post that it basically has been finished. Uh, then somebody posted a portion of the filming, uh, where, uh, there's giant colorful explosions of gas, uh, a la Super mm-hmm. Sentai Rangers. Uh, and I was excited. I was excited. Uh, on top of that, we got a nice picture of Ellen with her, with her pink streaks in her hair. Uh, and then, we got the teaser. And the teaser was so good. Ah, so good. So much fun. Like it really played up the, the Super Sentai Ranger vibe, uh, feel. 
uh, you know, just, you know, more crayon pop-esque. Uh, the Shin Sedong Tiger yeah. track was pretty, pretty, pretty bomb. Uh, and it was, it was, it was just, I, I'm so hyped. I, Kaz, are you hyped? No, I'm, I, I, yeah, I'm not the biggest, uh, crayon pop fan, but I think this is definitely something that you guys, and um, especially talking to Petey, yeah. their fandom loves this fun, silly, ridiculous stuff from them. And this is so right up their alley. This is so the types of things they should be doing. And I think it's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's so much fun. And even more <laughs> so than that, the fact that it's going to come, uh, apparently the music video is going to drop on the 26th, I believe. But... They are going to be playing a music show, a, a, doing a live performance before that, namely this Thursday, tomorrow, for all the people, you know, listening at home, uh, at K-Pop Night Out. And it's been rumored that they will be premiering, you know, having the premiere performance of this track at said, uh, event. And that means that I nice. will get to be the first one to see and hear the song performed live. And I'm excited. <laughs> oh my god. That's this good. is some, this is gonna be so good. This is so good. So good. Oh, this is gonna be so good. It's gonna be so, such a fun song. Uh, such cool, like, video. Uh, it, uh you know, the, the more skin tight outfit instead of the tracksuit. Which is interesting. Let them show off their gym bodies, cause, cause you know they'd be up in the gym working on the fitness. Like that's something that that uh, Krampop fans know that they that they be they be hitting the gym hard. They they lift, uh, uh, especially Soyo. She's got them. She's got them bionic arms. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, so, oh my god, I'm so hyped for this. Uh, pop, my young pop girls, my thug queens. My Ilgen Thug Queen's gonna take over and slay and snatch Momo Clover's weave. That's right, I said it. They're gonna snatch Momo Clover's weave straight up off their head. Uh, so much fun. Alright, but moving on, because I yeah. could, again, I could talk about Crayon Pop for, for hours, but we hardly have any news on that. So, Moving on to other fun, you know, headlines, or, well, I guess not so fun headlines, but, uh, Igute, the CEO in Clara's legal cases, uh, arrested for fraud and Polaris shut down. Uh, uh, Polaris Entertainment, of course, is, uh, was the, the management company that was, uh, managing Clara. Uh, it's also the management company that, uh, is, that Ladies Code is under. Uh, so it's very important. Igute, uh, president of Ilkwan Group, which is the company that owns Polaris Entertainment, was arrested under suspicion of fraud today. This is relevant news to K-pop not only because it's Polaris, but because it's the same executive that is involved in a contract dispute slash sexual harassment case with Clara. I haven't, I don't think I've really brought up the sexual harassment case because I would just like turn into a big back and forth, uh, with Clara kind of losing a lot of clout and, uh, turning out to be kind of mostly bullshit. But this is a little bit scary for anybody that's a fan of anybody under Polaris Entertainment. Cause, uh, while this goes down, temp- Polaris is temporarily shut down. 
but everybody's kind of, you know, mm-hmm. everybody that's under them is kind of in limbo. Uh, can you imagine what kind of like being in that limbo could be like? <laughs> I, I, I think it's, I think it's a weird place, right? Um, I think it is definitely really, really odd. I, 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 I am trying to understand why Polaris got shut down instead of just the CEO getting arrested and somebody else kind of, you know, stepping up and, and running the show. That, that is something I would, I would love to look more into and, and maybe yeah. we'll do that. Uh, we'll have a, an in-depth report from Haleachuku, which we have. <laughs> Um, cause it's probably something really simple. Um, but I would definitely love to look into that and see why that is as to why the whole company got shut down because of his arrest. Now, is his arrest at this point a very legitimate thing? Sure. Um, you, you want to go by the book? This is an ongoing investigation. A lot of things lead to him, so he should be detained. Um, I'm not taking any kind of sides or anything like that. I'm just saying from the legal stance, that's what it is. As far as all the other details, wh- why Polaris was shut down, what's going to happen with all the acts that are assigned to Polaris, all the management, all the people that work there, that's for a later date. Um, I would I would love to know sooner than later. Um, but this is definitely something that's really, really scary and is so wrapped up in this world of... of uh, so wrapped up in this this crazy world of K-pop, um, where a lot of things are are tool stringed by one person sometimes, and and yeah. it it makes you come to these realizations of how how on a string a lot of these companies are. That you know your CEO gets arrested for some shady shit, and you're out of a job. Yeah, most likely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it it's definitely gonna bring up something uh interesting to kind of delve into. Uh, but that, that's kind of why I thought I'd bring it up. Uh, it makes me worried. I think on top of all things, though, I imagine they're not necessarily in the, in the position to do anything career wise. It does make me, of course, worry specifically for ladies code, uh, at the moment. Uh, but you know, we'll have to see how it works out. Uh, uh, we'll have to see the fallout. Uh, but this is definitely an interesting, uh, interesting next step in that whole drama. <laughs> uh, but speaking of, uh, company drama, <laughs> uh, Ryu out of, uh, Mr. Mr. and winning Insight M says that the gr- group's comeback will be shitty. Uh, to the surprise of nobody, uh, Ryu is out of Mr. Mr. This is something that I've kind of actually building up, but I should have included the other articles. Uh, so Ryu uh, announced that he was going to file a lawsuit, uh, to get out of the, get out from under the company of winning inside M and get out from Mr. Mister. Uh, yeah. He explained the reason he was leaving was actually because of physical assault, verbal assault, contractual issues, and member neglect. Uh, it's, it's actually a back and forth where, uh, not only he, he, uh, details kind of how he was hit with, uh, hit in the ears with a file the size of a forearm and there was bleed, blood coming out of his ears and then, you know, details from like verbal abuse and like, uh, you know, he says that he was brought a form to sign and that he didn't oblige, he would be cut from the group, you know, a lot of threats and verbal assaults. 
The CEO responds to this by not actually responding and rebutting anything, but just, except for the size of the folder that Ryu was hit, uh, where he shows a picture of the folder, it's like, yo, it wasn't that thick, it wasn't that bad. It was like about this thick. <laughs> I mean, I hit him. Hey man, it was just only like like about that thing, man. You know, it's just what? I don't even hit a rat hunt. We just playing. That was a love tap. And then uh, he responds to the agency, accuses them of lying, uh, and says he doesn't matter because uh, you know he released the statement by the CEO. You know, okay, Ryu has seen the statement released by the CEO of Winning Inside M. Which accused the right Ryu of exaggerating the situation, and he says it doesn't matter because everything will be revealed soon. Uh, you know, says I read the announcement by the yeah. CEO. Uh, I refused to record. I was treated equally, and that exaggerated. Uh, I don't know about others, but our fans all know that I'm not the type of person to lie. But everything is going to be revealed soon, so don't worry too much and wait just a little bit. Uh, I love it because on Asian Junkie they they proceeded to. Uh, link to Ghetto Boys, Dan McFeel's third degree gangsta. Uh, specifically cued <laughs> to the line, uh, a real, a real gangsta don't, uh, a real, uh, let me get say, a real, uh, damn it, play. A real gangsters don't flex nuts, real gangsters don't flex nuts cause real gangsters know they got them. <laughs> uh, which is a beautiful, nice little cue. I love Asian. Alright, and then it brings us to the moment now, uh, where they say, uh, but that's not important because what is important is that he'll re- be replaced with a new member, uh, by a new member on short notice, and the company says to remember that when this comeback, com- comeback is a lazy piece of shit. Uh, it says the group's agency, Winning Inside Music, uh, announced this is a concert, com- there is a concert coming up in April in Japan that we have been planning for since last year. It's impossible to hold it with just four members. They continue. We unfortunately had to hold last minute auditions for the new member and we don't have enough time to properly prepare for the April 23rd comeback. Please keep this in mind. That's a new strategy. Uh, so instead of hyping it up to, you know, to the, to the point where it's impossible to meet expectations, they just said, yo, this is going to suck. <laughs> just, just understand that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like look. We gonna try, but we can't try that hard. <laughs> like, <laughs> like are, really, 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 like this. This so puts me in the mindset that like fucking some of these K-pop fucking production houses are just such money grubbing, money making things that like just have no care for the people that are signed to them, have no care for the acts, and like just are are just make me feel like kind of uh and and just over it like this is so i'm just over it like they don't really deny the allegations of what happened to this this kid they in a in a in almost in a stance are saying yeah they happened but they didn't happen as bad as he make them sound like what no, you don't do that. <laughs> like, yeah. it, it, it's just really silly. It's really dumb. It, it just, it gives me a headache. And I just, I don't, 
understand this shit. Like, this is the kind of shit we have been talking about week in and week out, and it seems to just kind of be ramping up, and there's more of it. And I don't know, a, a, lot, a lot of it are these one-off kind of smaller production places. I mean, not that there haven't been problems with the bigger ones, but at the same time, you go, like, what's the biggest problem with YG? And it's whenever YG announces anything. Yeah. It's just, like, it seems like it's like, like uh, it's just a level of incompetence on some, it like, it's like that, that, that next, uh, stage of being a K-pop fan of like, you get it, you know, that would, I think we talked about it a while back where it's like, man, you go like, man, these are interesting groups and these, oh, these companies, uh, kind of, uh, are behind these. Wow, this is an interesting structure. Wow, they really put a lot of thought into training these guys. Wow. They're, they're, they really kind of do it all and are, are multifaceted. But then you kind of really get into the K-pop fandom and you realize this whole industry is completely run by idiots and morons. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. <laughs> like, uh, and it's like, you know, it, it's part of that. It's also part of the the realizing you have a conflict diamond on your hand. <laughs> uh, it's like you know that feeling just is never right. Uh, but yeah, it, it's 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 tough uh, to you know to kind of weigh that weigh the 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 fact that you love the the end product, but but you hate the the process. Uh, it's just it's just a it, 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 you want to see it grow and become better, uh, so badly, but you, but you don't see how it can. Um, <laughs> uh, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. We'll have to see if there's, there's a possibility for growth, uh, going forward. Um, yeah. But yeah, but moving on, uh, to a fun listicle because, uh, I didn't want to end on that. <laughs> Uh, seven facts about Japanese chopsticks to help you win friends and influence people. Uh, we've been re- seeing a lot of articles. This is a, is courtesy of Rocket News 24, who I love. We've been seeing a lot of articles recently on how to use Japanese chopsticks correctly. For those of us who grew up for- using forks and knives, it may be- seem a bit silly to obsess over holding two sticks at the correct angles. Uh, if you plan on visiting, living, or especially working in Japan or Korea, I think uh, for that matter, uh, at some point though, it may be a good idea to get out the protractor and practice those angles to save yourself a lot of embarrassing moments. To help you out, here we here at Rocket News 24 have compiled seven facts about chopsticks to help you along in your quest to perfect Japanese table manners. Uh, number mm-hmm. one. In Japan, everyone has, everybody has their own personal chopsticks. Uh, which oh, makes no, no. sense. Oh, damn it. You already went through number one. I was going to say, go through them and let's see how many I actually know. But I will <laughs> say, number one, did not know. <laughs> I uh, did not know that about the, the fact. Like, I've been given my own set of chopsticks, like, like kind of as a, as a kind of a gift by somebody, but it wasn't like, you know, in that these are your chopsticks. It was like, oh, this is really cool that, like, you know, these are chopsticks that you can actually reuse because they're coded, they're meant for that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Whereas, like, I keep, like, every fucking pair of disposable chopsticks given to me anytime I order food or go to a place that will give me chopsticks. I just have these around the whole house. Okay. Um, so that is something I did not know. Like, 
that yeah. those personal set of chopsticks that I have around here somewhere are yeah. are more meant for me as a person. Yeah, and this is a different, say, something like, and I brought up Korea. In, in Korea, they just have, you know, chopstick silverware. <laughs> but in Japan, you have, everybody kind of has theirs. Yeah. Like, it's mine, this is yours, this is yours. Uh, of course, in different lengths for different hands, mm-hmm. uh, which makes sense. Uh, dad has the big I will say, ones. but it was Mom in Korea, like, it, ones. um, we, we ate at the army base. I was just like, holy shit, um, I had this awesome fucking Korean food that was kind of more like to, uh, that the Americans would like, but having metal chopsticks, like, at, in Korea for the first time, I was like, oh fuck, I'm gonna fuck up, but luckily I'm in a room full of Americans, and like, metal chopsticks are so totally different than wooden chopsticks. Um, the first few tries, they're kind of like, oh, everything's gonna slip, but then, because whatever kind of food you're eating, they're metal, it gets to that point where, where things start to stick to them, and you're like, oh, this is so easy. <laughs> like, <laughs> why have I not been living this life the whole time? Yeah, I need to, I need, at some point, I, I want to get some, meet some, uh, some quality chopsticks. Uh, but yeah, number two, yeah. most Japanese chopsticks are made of wood. Uh, as opposed to countries like Korea, who's, okay, who's that me- I where, yes. yeah, where metal chopsticks are extremely common, most Japanese chopsticks are made of wood. Uh, wooden chopsticks are preferred since they don't conduct heat, uh, useful when, when you're eating very hot food. Uh, provide a stable grip and are you cheaper to produce? Cheaper to produce on mass, which is, which is okay. Um, of course we've had, uh, movements in the past. Uh, namely one that involved a, a bra with rice on it, uh, to help promote metal chopstick because, uh, you know, you want to reuse those chopsticks, uh, rather than kind of <laughs> use up trees. But, uh, yeah, this is an interesting fact. Uh, or for pocky shapes, shapes, or for pocky shapes chopsticks to eat pocky with. Uh, which is nice. Okay. Um, number three. If the food is hard to pick up with chopsticks, yes. bringing up the bowl plate up to your mouth is acceptable. Uh, the first time anyone is given a bowl of miso yeah, soup and a pair of chopsticks and no spoon in sight, panic usually takes over. But stay calm. You're not expected to defy the laws of physics by picking up the soup with chopsticks. Simply bring the bowl up to your mouth and drink, uh, which is normal. Uh, that may get you kicked out of some fancy restaurants outside of Japan, but here's expected. If we were to do the same with bowls of rice or anything else that doesn't seem like it survived the whole trip up from the table to your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. Uh, and you knew that. Uh, yeah, that one I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Number four. Uh, full <clears throat> menu, girl. Uh, resting your chopsticks across a plate bowl is a heinous crime. Uh, okay, this one, this one, I, I knew, but I didn't know. So I thought when you put your chopsticks on top of your bowl, that meant you were done. You were out, you're done with food, you've eaten everything, and thank you very much. So that's what I had always been thought, led to believe, uh, in my own mind. I don't ever remember anyone telling me that, but like in my mind, I thought you put your, your chopsticks on top of your bowl. I'm done. I'm out. Thank yeah. you. I, I've, I've eaten everything I can eat and I'm done. 
So yeah. uh, reading this, I felt like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's right. It, putting it, it could mean that you're done. Uh, resting your top six across the plate bowl is the big no-no in Japan. That's no-no. Uh, to Japanese people, it looks like a bridge over a river, specifically the Sansu River, the Japanese River of the Dead. Uh, so it's kind of like <laughs> you're doing an omen. When you want to take a break from eating or you're being forced to take a break from eating, be sure to place your chopsticks on a rest with the pointed ends going up. Uh, you know, like a little rest. If you don't have a chopsticks rest, there are plenty of ridiculous ones to choose from or you can make your own. Uh, which they link, which I didn't, I didn't know this link. Let's, we can take a pick. You can rest your chopsticks on a lot of different things. You can things make your own out of origami. Yeah, and, or make a little banana. Uh, you know, make some, there's some cutout ones. Um, I'm looking for the waifu ones. You gotta have some waifu ones, right? Uh, what? Any waifu, any waifu cleavage ones? No? There, there has to be some waifu cleavage <laughs> chopsticks rest. Probably, but I, I, I'm pretty sure they didn't want to talk about those because they're trying to teach you not to have bad habits. Yes. <laughs> so having some waifu ones would probably be a bad part of that bad habit. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's also a good con- considered good form to place the chopsticks as close to you as possible. No, so no one else has to see your dirty utensils, which is understandable. Number five. <laughs> yeah, there is an extra fancy two-handed chopstick raise that can be used to impress. Uh, most people just grab the chopsticks with one hand and get right down to business eating. But if you really want to show off your skills, then give this little beauty a try. Ooh. Grab it to one, yeah, grab it so two, and take it. It, it seems kind of silly, but uh, I, I guess that's the thing. Something else I never knew. It seems nice. were, I, like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't uh, understand the point of it, rather than just grabbing it with one hand and then going to town, but... Yeah, I think it's just a kind of a... Like, uh, culture. Like a, it's a culture thing. Uh, and it, it has a, a, a sense of, like, a decorum uh, and etiquette to it, which is kind of like, you know, putting a napkin on the table uh, and things like that. Just, you know, a nice um, a decorum. You know, it gives the world order. Uh which is nice. You basically, use your right hand, but the tip you on the your left hand. Bitch, I'm fancy. <laughs> fancy. You fancy, huh? Uh, this extra adds, uh, shows extra appreciation for the meal and will have everyone nodding their heads approvingly at you while tears of joy stream down their cheeks. Uh, which is <laughs> Number six. Wadibashi, <laughs> aka disposable Look. chopsticks, are everywhere. Uh, when you're eating the personal yes, chopsticks they are. go out the window. I have some right here. <laughs> when you're eating the personal <laughs> chopsticks go out the window. Not literally, but figuratively. Or maybe sometimes literally. Uh, and you just have to use whatever is available. Wadibashi, uh, are extremely common in Japan. Uh, and you use them in restaurants at picnics at convenience stores when you visit other, other people's houses. Basically anywhere imaginable. They're notoriously difficult to break apart if you're not used to it. So don't feel ashamed yeah. if you have to buy a couple of pairs to practice in the privacy of your own home. Uh, have you, how was Can your say, learning process uh, breaking apart them chopsticks? Dude, it, it was one of those things where you kind of go through it. Like the first time you're like, okay, these have to be designed to come apart. 
like kind of perfectly. And you start to do that pull and you're like, all right, all right boop. And like one whole side splinters off. So you have this big mound on one chopstick and the other chopstick turns into a fucking death tool. And you're just like, huh? Well, then, somebody, this is embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this, this, uh, little video that they included from this anime, which I'm, I'm surprised I don't know what anime this is from, is just, it's such the greatest moment of like, like trying to get those things apart. And I just love her, her demeanor of just like, don't talk to me. And then she just goes, <laughs> you know, <laughs> booyah. <laughs> and it's kind of a great little thing. And, and she gets it and she's just, uh, she's just showing everybody like, yo, I got to peep this. I did. Like, like, don't like, watch on. Yeah. Look at me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, this is beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, learn, learn, learn them skills, uh, oh. on them disposable chopsticks. Yeah. Uh, number seven. <clears throat> Using your own chopsticks on a communal plate bowl will elicit gasps of horror. Which, this is something that, uh, in a retrospect, it, it, it really does make sense. Kind of like reaching with your own fork into like, it, which is, uh, I think something I, un- I, a, a, a way of eating that I understand, uh, as, I guess, uh, I don't know if it's a Cuban thing as well, of the communal mound of food that you take your personal thing from rather than individual plates, uh, which is something that's very yeah. common in, in Asian yeah. cultures. Uh, but not as common in the states outside of like, I think, uh, maybe sometimes line cultures. I know I'm, I, every night at dinner in my house, it's the, the, the rice. <laughs> and then there's like black beans and other things. And then they're all in the big plates and, uh, and, and things like that. So it's like, but yeah, reach, you know, you wouldn't put your fork, your own fork, uh, at least not in, in, not if you want to be decent into the communal food. So just like you wouldn't put your own right. chopsticks in the communal food. That's just, that's just common decency. <laughs> so, uh, that, that is not, that is not, uh, that is understandable. Very much understandable that that is yeah. part of the culture. Yeah. yeah. That's something, that's something I didn't outright know, but is so understandable that like, I, I don't even think I would have needed to, to think about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> demonstrating using some imagine delicious imaginary food. Uh, and that's all there is to it. You may <laughs> now consider yourself an expert in ja- Japanese table table manners. Uh, you all get a sticker. Here. Yeah. Maybe maybe sometime we'll also talk about the proper ways of eating sushi, which people are so surprised when they learn about a lot of the rules that go into eating sushi. Maybe we'll talk about that on another Hollywood. Yeah, another uh, episode there are a lot of Hollywood rules to eating fucking sushi. Uh, and I'm I'm looking forward <laughs> you, you to would learning not them myself. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, I will I will give you this one for free. You don't put the ginger on the sushi. It's a palate cleanser, you stiff, you fucking apes. <laughs> that I knew. Sheesh. People are Yeah. No, I know you knew. But I'm just saying, I see it a lot. You need to correct yourself. Check yourself. But that'll be for another show. Uh, we'll come to the end of this show, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all that's left is to change the overlay and say, uh, that's the end of this episode of Hallyu Juku. 
one day I will change. The, I will add a scene where I don't plainly change the overlay live in the middle of the show. But hey, uh, that's working, uh, that's things. Uh, but uh, we're you know at the end of another episode of Holly Juku. Uh, Kaz. Yeah, yeah. What do you have What's going on in your neck of the woods? Um, this week is going to be a lot of, uh, kind of ramping up to get a lot of things done. I need to get all the photos done from Kazukon that I haven't finished yet because I took a couple of days off, uh, from editing those. Um, there's going to be some, uh, some more background work on, on some of the podcasts. So definitely look out for Trinity Black Eyes, Holly Juku, all the good podcasts that, uh, we do, uh, here and together. Uh, and that's really about it. So about that me slash King has at King has on Twitter. Uh, if you want to follow me because I, I learned riding on a train, God damn it. Twitter is your best motherfucking friend. When you have, when you've listened to all the podcasts you had and you don't feel like getting up to go to the dining car to use Wi-Fi to use your laptop, and you're like, well, what can I do with my phone? Twitter. Yes. Twitter is what you can do. On the Twitter. It is such a great resource to, to, to start conversations and kind of gamificate the system a little bit. Like I kind of, I, I, I kind of had a lovely little moment when I went, I wonder if I could get a rather famous website to retweet me based on something that I'm going to say that I'm going to do, which. I didn't get them to retweet me, but they favorited my tweet. So that that slight gamification of the system of slightly promoting somebody to get their favor, yeah, is still one of those things that I love about Twitter. So yeah, I, I made Friday. a little post saying, "Oh man, yeah, it was it was one of those little things where it was like, oh, my photography goals for the upcoming months is to do a studio shoot and to do more landscape stuff and to take an awesome." picture that 500 px will retweet and they favorite it so nice. i love those little gamifications of the system i love playing those games i miss kind of the social engineering of, of using twitter to, to start conversations and talk to people that you appreciate um so definitely look at twitter for me to kind of just i don't know talk more and be more engaging on twitter yes. uh and as Peter will tell you make sure you follow the Hallyujuku Twitter for all the uh, fun updates coming from South by Southwest this week. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be doing all the South by Southwest stuff. I'll be on I'll Instagram. I'll I'll probably maybe find. Um, I will be trying to do uh, do videos Meerkat? and collaborations. Maybe Meerkat wander around. Uh, I do have. I did remember <laughs> to talk to. I, uh, I I I don't know what the hell. Uh, I did remember I packed the GoPro. Wait, no, Meerkat, no, because I've got a fucking android phone fuck that shit uh that's on it's only Doesn't ios not work for android what oh uh, fuck them yeah so fuck them. until it comes to ios then hey fucking hey, love hey. you <laughs> love you guys because I, I i know you gotta you kind of got twitter fucked there a little bit but uh <laughs> still a little kitschy flipping on the bird there fucking yeah. at this point in day and age get your shit on there and try this one yes uh, but I do have the GoPro over there packed away and the Zoom for, uh, Zoom 4N. Yep. Uh, so, and there will be collaborations with, uh, the team over at Cosmic Radio TV. Uh, you know, possible collaborations on, you know, with like cinematography, uh, uh, and things like that. Uh, next week, uh, hopefully, uh, if things arrange well, uh, we'll have recap of Japan Night, K-pop Night Out. 
uh, possibly with guest Roberto Viegas, like we did last year. Uh, I will be live from Casa de Viegas, uh, giving you the kind of the, the recaps, updates, and whatnot, uh, from Japan Night and K pop Night Out. So look forward to that next week. Uh, but yeah, follow the things awesome. PD Rave, King Kaz on all of the social networks, Halijuku.com, kpoppodcast.com. Uh, check us on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, subscribe to YouTube, youtube.com slash rebellion TV. Uh, that's where we'll come up at least post upload, if not, uh, link and like on uh, the videos that we do as far as collaborations. They're gonna go up there. So subscribe to the YouTube page. Uh, go check that out. But that's it. Until next time. Hasta los huevos. Goodbye and good night. you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>